Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is Half Black Neil, son of Boring Dean. When I'm not being put to sleep by my dad talking to me, I listen to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Now here he is, the man I wish was my daddy, the super talented Eric Zane. The man I wish you was my daddy. Boring Dean's kid, uh, Half Black Neil. He's got some good pipes. Of course, he was just reading there. I'm telling you in that video, he uh, he recorded, you know, on his phone. He's such a smartass. These two are, are just two peas in a pod. The apple does not fall far from the tree. He recorded that damn thing. Now, here's the guy that I wish was my daddy, Eric Zane. And then he looks at, he looks off camera like, yeah, did I do it? <laughs> was it funny? Fucking idiot. You see, I like the fact that boring Dean's kid, half black Neil, is old enough that I can call him a fuckhead. You know? Because typically, uh, you know, when it comes to like kids, you don't want to like look at a kid and call them what they are. And that is a fuckhead. Uh, All kids are fuckheads. But it's not appropriate to look at a little guy and go, hey, how you doing there? And then he, whatever, picks his nose and wipes it on you or something like that. Something that that the NFK would do. Then you call him a fuckhead. You can't, you can't really do that. God knows you want to. <sighs> yeah, you're right, uh, Megan. She says, kids are assholes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, who did he sleep with? You're talking about Dean? Well, he was married to this, uh, uh, this lady who at the time when they got married, Dean was like, oh, she's the one. It didn't work out. I don't know all the details. So there you go. Welcome into the Eric St. Show podcast. This is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Uh, Energy way low. I'm guessing uh, 50%, 60%. I don't know. Uh, This, whatever this is, that's running at some cold cough flu thing that's happening here uh yes it has taken hold it's moving through my body thank you brian for subscribing brian callahan just subscribed that is really great thank you buddy and then patriot nick just gifted a tier one subscription to lj wait a minute uh, yeah, LJ Guy 2004. I don't know who the hell that is. 
Uh, that is very kind of you. Pay it forward, as they say. That same LJ guy says the Red Wings are pissing me off again, Zane. Yeah, they're, they're back to being the Dead Wings. They are extremely inconsistent, that bunch. It's always awkward when they're shitty. And then uh, occasionally I'll run into some of the scouts at the rink. Um, probably the most easygoing of all of them is Maltby because he's just a regular dude. And then, you know, I'll say it's Rob Akins and I'll say, dude, what the fuck was that? And he goes, I know they suck dick. Uh, he doesn't really say that, but still he's easy to talk to. But whenever you see Steve Heiserman, I'm always like, I, I, it's so awkward. I, if they're, if they've lost like four or five in a row, I don't even, I just like, Hey, hi. And I just keep going. I don't want to talk to him because I know he's just, he's just, you know, he feels horrible. Uh, let's see. Kenny writes Friday's off to a good start. The comments are making me laugh more than Eric. Uh, holy shit. You passed gray hair and went straight to white. Okay. So that needs to be discussed. If you're watching the show, I mean, if you're only listening to it, you, you can't see it, but I just installed some new light bulbs and um, the last ones I had were like yellow and they were incandescent. These are um, like LEDs or something like that. And they're straight white. And I knew, I knew there would be some discussion about the, uh, about the appearance. And um, so if I, if I put my head down, you can see it's, it's more like a gray. But if I put my head up, it's, it's more directly in the light and it, and it appears white. But I, my hair is gen, genuinely uh, uh, white and, and, and gray. I think it's more white now. Holy crap. So that's, uh, yeah, I, I took, you know, it's amazing how much uh, cooler the room is. And because those lights that I had in there were the original ones that Pellerito installed. We were just way hotter and yellower. Uh, Megan says you look like an angel. Well, that's fantastic. Yes. Yes. Okay. Let me get into this. Yesterday at about this time, I talked to you about, Hey, even if you just listen to the audio podcast and you have nothing to do with Twitch and you don't care about it and you have no interest in it, please help your old pal Eric Zane out. And boy, did you and go to Twitch dot com slash eric zane live and just hit the little heart it's like a purple button and then follow the page that's all i asked for and i got great news because i picked up three out of all the people that listen to the audio podcast three of you uh followed that instruction and i am just so stoked about that and i know you're like well well that doesn't sound like much that's because you're right that's shitty. So I am going to keep mentioning this. Uh, let's set a goal. I'm at 241 people following me on Twitch. Let's set a Now that isn't subscribing. That's following. Subscribing is different. But let's, you know, you got to walk before you can run. Uh, let's see. Let's set a goal by the end of the year to have 300 people following the Eric Zane show, uh, following Eric Zane live on Twitch. Okay. 
So thank you in advance. Stand by. Um, I'm kind of a, uh, a mess today. Uh, yesterday started feeling better. But actually, before I get to that, let me let me mention this. We are uh, 51 minutes away from Deer Meathead, brought to you by JM Synthetics with uh, with Dad. So if you have questions for Deer Meathead, do send them along. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Stand by. Hold on a second here. I got to reach out to the queen of the forest. I'm not going to be able to continue this if I don't get this taken care of. Uh, anyway, dear meathead, uh, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. If you have a question. Hello. Hey, no school today, right? No. Hey, can you do me a favor? Hmm. Rip off a couple pieces of that paper towel and bring it up here. I'm having a, uh, I'm having a nose issue. Yeah. Do you want me to bring you up a box of Kleenex? That's softer. Yes, please. Yes, please. I'll be right there. What was that? <laughs> like choked on my coffee. <laughs> I was talking at the same time. Okay, I'll be right there. Okay, see ya. Okay. Goodbye. No school today uh, for the substitute teacher. Dear Meathead, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. I confused the hell out of him yesterday because I called him and, uh, he goes, you sound sick, guy. I go, yeah, I'm a little under the weather. I am very worried. Hang on. Oh, my God. Look at you. Thank you. Okay. You want to join me on the show today? No, thanks. I love you, too. Okay, bye-bye. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't give him any more food. Don't give Lincoln any more food. They, they can't hear you, so you're going to have to. Oh yeah, there's a picture of him begging. Yeah, don't fall for it. You're you're new. He looks at you as a uh, fresh meat. He thinks he can convince you to feed him more. He does not need any more food. He's gonna die. He is an asshole. Okay, thanks. Okay, stand by. I gotta blow my nose. I'm turning the mic down. Daisy's looking at me like I'm crazy. <sighs> Hopefully, I'll, uh, I'll I'll catch all those in post and edit them out. Uh, yesterday I had to edit a bunch of stuff out in post because I had all those awkward moments. Oh, it's terrible. Uh, where the fuck was I? What was I talking about? What the hell was I talking about? Oh, so dad is like, hey guy, you sound terrible. I go, yeah, uh, it's running through my, did you get the test? Yes, I did. And negative. Okay. Um, no big deal. Just a common cold. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, you, 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 you take a Wednesday off, right, guy? I go. Well, you see, now when I have to explain things to him, it's, it just gets confusing. I go. Well, y- yes and no. Originally, I was supposed to do the show early, so that's why I I pushed you to Friday. You did. Oh God. Yeah, I talked to Joanne. And he's he's confused. He's very confused. I go, uh, so you're not working tomorrow, he says to me yesterday. I go, no, I am. That's why I'm calling. Why are you working? 
because I feel better. You don't sound it. So now we're going round and round. I go, yeah, I, I know. I know. Uh, but I, I actually feel better. Um, um, so yeah, it's, it's fine. He goes, I am very concerned about you guy. I go, that's, you know, I appreciate that. That's why you're so sweet. Um, don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. I'm fine. Okay, guy. So then, you know, he figures it out earlier in the day. Now this is awkward. Get this earlier in the day. I get a uh, message from charity scam. Mike, I'm supposed to travel over to that side of the state in Michigan the Detroit area for Thanksgiving. I've been talking about it for weeks, seeing my dad and charity scam Mike on Thanksgiving. So, okay, great. No big deal. And then he reaches out to me yesterday and he goes, Thanksgiving's canceled. Uh, too much COVID. I go, Hey, totally get that man. Um, I understand, you know, I mean, we're not Patriots. We're not, we're not tough like you Patriots and, uh, and, and all of you founding fathers, descendants who are uh who won't live in fear um so what i'm telling you is uh we're smarter than you um we decided to go the non-patriot uh patriot dumbass route and uh, uh err on the side of caution so he canceled thanksgiving so i go all right no big deal i'll just do my own thing here so my dad, I'm talking to my dad last night, and he goes, okay, guy, hey, Joanne wants to talk to you. So Joanne says to me, she goes, hey, honey, can you pick us up for Thanksgiving? And I'm like, she does not know that Thanksgiving has been canceled. So I'm like, oh, this is awkward. Now, typically the person who throws the party is supposed to cancel. He hasn't told her yet. I'm like, oh, fuck. And I go, well, uh, so then I had to kind of like break the news to her. That uh, set her back. So I'm explaining things to my 86 and 87 year old uh, father and stepmother. Never good. Okay, so then that ended. He uh, he is on the same page as you and me. I've got a few questions lined up. One of them I have to say right now needs to be uh, needs to remain anonymous, and hopefully I won't screw that up. A person sent one in that wishes to remain anonymous. Okay. So, uh, looking forward to that. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Uh, my God, yesterday was a real catastrophe. Started out fine, this show. And then as it went on, man, my God, my energy just... Um, I probably sh- should have just laid in bed. Today, much better. Sound worse, but just feel pretty normal. This is, this is running its course through my system. So much so that I uh, kept my distance, but still went to the gym yesterday. Uh, got my got my uh, walk run in up to 26 minutes. Uh-huh. That's right. Almost hit two miles in that time. You're like, well, Zane, that's like 13 minutes a mile, even slower. Yes. Well, I started walking. I made that very clear to you. This is a, this is a, I'm, I'm, I've started all over. I am like, I have uh, um, completely completely started from scratch and I feel good about it. I feel actually feel great about it. Diana says you should not be working out. Your energy is, is low. You shouldn't, you're going to make yourself sicker. I go, ah, you know, it isn't that big of a deal. It's not like I'm preparing for a marathon or anything like that. I just want to, I just want to, I just want to get out of the house and, uh, 
Get get the blood pumping a little bit. Okay. So, all right. And then I got a plan for Thanksgiving now. All of a sudden, your old pal Eric Zane is on the hook. Now, fortunately, I am absolutely a stone-cold, uh, amazing cook when it comes to Thanksgiving. I've got it down. So, after the gym, I was like, I got to get this bird purchased and then get it thawing. Because here it is Thursday, uh, a week, less than one week before we're actually going to eat the bird, technically. And mine's frozen solid at the store. Buy a bird, boom. There you go. So set to go. It's going to go bird stuffing. My sweet potato recipe is better than anyone's. It's just incredible. Um, What else? Stuffing, I mentioned that. Mashed potatoes, gravy, pumpkin pie. Now we're in charge. Change in plans. Okay, uh, this morning, though, waking up, I'm like, oh, my God. Um, I feel like hell again. Uh, it, took, it took some coffee, but we're, we're after it. Yesterday was also important because when I finished this free podcast, though I felt like shit, uh, I, I immediately got uh, the energy up to go have a word with my brother-in-law. Now, if you're on um, Patreon with me you've you've heard this story so this will be a repeat um look at that uh parker is gifting all these tier one subs you are just look at you go that is uh, uh the descendant of team knuckle dragger parker his uh his dad is andy the one who shoots video of me in my stellar workouts Thank you very much for that. You're very kind. Corey uh, asking the question, did the camera or lighting change? Yes. It's so different. (laughs) It's remarkable. Uh, All right. So um, I went uh, downstairs after the podcast yesterday, and uh, I had to talk to the NFK about this. uh, We're 99% 99% sure he hasn't been bathing again. My God. And I just don't know how that, uh, how that is. How can you, how can you make the conscious decision? I am going to, I refuse to bathe. So I like, I'm going to take care of this. Um, Diana, uh, as I indicated to you, has uh, dealt with this before in July. And, um, so I went and got the medicated shampoo that we purchased for him, which he hasn't been using. And uh, this, this uh, loofah on a stick. And I went downstairs and I'm approaching him. I go, Kevin, can I have a word? Yes. He hits mute. He didn't say much. And I said, okay, buddy, you haven't been showering again. And he immediately gets defensive. He goes, what? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. I have too. Shit, fuck. And I said, you're lying. You've been taking sponge baths, correct? His face immediately softens. And he goes, yes. And I go, okay, um, that is not going to work. That is not going to work at all. Um, and I, I kind of gave him a little bit of a, 
I had to do this appropriately. If I, you know, I didn't get mad, but I was still, but I was to the point and, and, uh, short, brief. When I say short, I don't mean like mean. I mean like, look, buddy, this is not negotiable. Uh, we don't have any rules or anything for you. I would hate that. I mean, outside of dumb things like clean the toilet when you fire off the Ham's beer shit cannon and wipe the peanut butter off the handle. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You can go uh, bring a hooker home for all I care. But, and you can, my house is yours. Okay. When, when I told you that Diane and I, you are now part of this extended family. You are here for the rest of your life. But you must bathe. Overall, your health is the number one thing. If you don't bathe, that is a problem. And it's incredibly gross. You smell bad. And it's our house. You can't, we can't have a person who is like that roaming around. It's just ridiculous. And then he goes, okay. So he, he, I'm not, I, I wonder what's going on in his brain. I, I, I really don't know. Um, and I was talking with Diana the other day and she said she was kind of keeping her eye on them when they were sitting there watching TV and the TV is on. And like, if like, I'm looking at the camera right now, pretend that the camera is the television and she looks at him and he's looking over here. He's not even looking at the TV for extended time. And so, uh, you know, who knows? Uh, like I've indicated, he's had a he's had a, a rough go with the epilepsy, the years of grand mal seizures, the lobotomy, the medicine. So it's it's not right. It's it's as good as it can be. Um, and uh, so, but you know, the way we have it set up here, um, we have to um, we have to remind him. So I go well you you can't do it and no in order for you to live here you that's the one thing you have to do you you can't live here if you don't take baths if you don't clean yourself and i said to him specifically i go i want you to put this shampoo in your hand and wash your hair you have scalp dermatitis that is not healthy um that needs to happen and then um this and i'm holding the loofah in my hand which has this long wand and then the rest is it's like uh it's like uh um a fucking pipe cleaner. It's like a big pipe cleaner. You know, you can really get into your asshole with this thing. I go, this must be soaked up with body wash or Irish spring and just stick it right in your asshole and then just scrub the shit out of yourself. I go, buddy, this is not negotiable. It must happen. And um, I don't, I, I really don't want to have this conversation again. It, it, it breaks my heart and it makes me feel bad when I have to tell a 60 year old man to wash his asshole. Okay. And he's like, he's, he's apologetic. He's sorry. And then when he lied to me and I go, uh, and I go, you go, I go, I go, you're taking sponge baths. And, it, and he goes, yes. I go, well, okay. You're lying to me. So you lied to me, correct? Yes. I go, okay. Now, do I lie to you? Do, do I ever lie to you? No. I go, okay. So let's not lie to each other anymore. Okay. I'm, your brother-in-law, essentially your brother. I help take care of you. You cannot lie to me. Holy shit. Man. So uh, he goes, I'll, I'll go take one right now. He felt really bad. And I go, hey, okay, great. 
that's uh, that's good. So that is the end of that for now. I imagine I'll have to give him. And then he says to me later on, he he apologizes later on after he gets out of the shower. He goes, I'm sorry, Eric. And I go, don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. And he says, sometimes I forget. Now, I wanted to call him out on that. And I, I, I said, uh, uh, hold on a minute. No, you didn't forget because you were still taking sponge baths. But I let it go. I was like, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to. Who, who cares? Uh, at this point, he's washed his asshole. That's all I care about. Parker, who I referred to one time as Patrick, who just gifted all those nice uh, subscriptions to people. Five of them, thank you again. He wrote, Eric, are you, quote, working out, end quote, today? Yes, I am working out, Parker. Um, the peanut gallery seems to like the fact that Parker is fitting in nicely with already uh, blasting me regarding that. You lied about the intense workouts. There are no intense workouts right now. Nothing is intense. I never ever said anything intense right now. I made it very clear to them that it's old man workouts. It's walking briskly. All right? Just because you're preparing for your uh, National Guard stint, defending this great state and country. Right? Isn't that true? The Michigan Army National Guard, is that is that what you've committed to? They're going to kick your ass. Parker says, sorry, sorry. I know you haven't been uh, picked on by my father in a while. I had to make up for it. Yeah, your dumbass hillbilly dad is up north in MAGA country. Kalkaska, Michigan, do hunting or doing something else fucking ridiculous or whatever. Not that, that that is ridiculous. Well, to me it is. I wouldn't do it, but he probably fits in well there with all those stupid inbred assholes. Uh, Aram says he's taken a couple of free weeks under the guise of, quote, starting from scratch. Boy, not a one of you are giving me a pass on this. Uh. Parker says, I actually been in the guard for three years. Oh, I just thought you were just getting started. Oh, my bad. Terry says, National Guard, you wimp. Terry's calling you a wimp because you're in the National Guard? Oh, my God. What is going on with you idiots? Hang on. I got to blow my nose again. Shut up. Oh, my God. Dean is in, uh, is in the house. Um... I don't know if you heard the beginning of the show talking about ripping on your son, uh, half black Neil. I'm so glad he's of age where I can tell him to fuck off. All right. Last night, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast went down. It was fun and I want you to listen to it. In order to uh, get it, I'll post a little free view of it later on for uh, for everybody on the normal spots where you download the audio podcast. But otherwise, uh, listen to the whole show the whole show on my Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Just five bucks a month for the audio, ten bucks a month for the audio video. I suggest you just try it out with the five bucks a month audio. See if you like it. 
all right, I can, I can live with this. This is fun. And then, uh, keep it going by signing up for a year and I'll, uh, take 10% off. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Excuse me. My policy shop insurance. Frank, the tank fuss. If you buy ins- your insurance through the marketplace, Obamacare, you know, you're self-employed. I uh, recommend you reach out to Frank. Open enrollment is going on right now. Uh, call or text 616-914-4070. It's real simple. Just say, hey, I listen to the Zane show. I need your help. And then you're off and running. You can also go to buyinsurancehere.com and fill out that form. Frank is a licensed independent insurance broker slash agent. And he specializes in anything concerning insurance. Um, When you sign up for your marketplace policy, you're also going to sign up for a dental policy. Uh, Don't let that slide. You can get a great policy. Don't just take what they're suggesting. My point is, Call on Frank for all of this, and he's going to do it all for you. He'll ask you a handful of questions in a uh, phone conversation that you're going to have. But he does it all for you, gets you a better policy, better coverage, less money, and his service is free. This is a free service for Zane Show podcast listeners. You will not pay one dime for all of his time, expertise, and effort. I cannot stress this enough. Also, you can utilize him for Medicare. If you or someone in your life is 65 or older, not to mention um, your workplace insurance. If your um, boss is provided for you, you can still tap into him as a resource and on and on and on Buy insurancehere.com. There's comedy in West Michigan. You can find it at fullhousecomedy.com. All the area clubs, all the area shows, fullhousecomedy.com. This next segment, hang on. I apologize. I can't stress this enough. Um, We're 32 minutes into the show and hang on, another issue. I'm now having numerous um, stuffy head problems that are causing me issues. So, sorry. Kenny says, Eric, does Frank the Tank do life insurance too? He does. He absolutely does. Anything insurance. Auto, home, life, dental. Uh, healthcare.gov, Obamacare, Medicare, Medicaid, you name it, Kenny. He does it all. 616-914-4070. Call or text Frank. Okay. This next story is going to piss a lot of you off. It's going to trigger you. 
And a lot of people aren't even retweeting this bit of horribleness. But, well, I got to show you. If you are a football player by the name of Zach Stacy, uh, you know that no one really knows your name. Um, well, if you're in Nashville, you probably know Zach Stacy. He was a terrific college player from Vanderbilt, running back. He didn't really do anything in the NFL, you know, whatever. For some people, that works out. Others, it doesn't. And he was one of those guys that it just kind of didn't work out. Bounced around a little bit few years and then um whatever there's a uh, a bowl game in nashville called the music city bowl and since he was kind of like a favorite son of the community he was like the ambassador for it and i'm talking about this all in past tense because this guy's life is over at least it should be he should be dead in my opinion so for and I'm going to go out on a limb here that this clip of him beating up this woman, um, I'm guessing he has uh, done this a lot, in particular to this lady that he's throwing around the room like a rag doll um, because of her reaction to punch, closed fists, punches in the face and throwing her into the TV. I mean, this is brutal it's one of the worst things i've ever seen in my life um and she the you, you know the uh, i was reading one expert said that um the kind of like calm reaction of the girlfriend or ex-girlfriend um is indicative of a person who is abused a lot now i've not been ever involved in that type of scenario i've never seen it i've never i don't have a loved one that's been beaten up or um i've never been beaten up i i kind of wish i would i mean that would be something if diana came up to me and just slugged me right in the face i think i'd be aroused sorry um but this guy holy shit this is uh this is not good Okay, so I'm warning you, this is going to uh, piss you off. It's going to make a lot of you feel bad, too. Well, this doesn't help. The old 30-second ad. Um, takes place in their home. And I'm not sure what precipitated it. And I don't think, I think he was just, I think she's an ex- and I think, um, I think he's just visiting to see the child. There's a five-month child involved in this. And the kid is just laying on the couch uh, as this all unfolds. And he's upset about something. Okay, baby's down here with a pacifier in the mouth. He doesn't hurt the baby. Did you see the, I mean, he's a big dude and strong and uh, that was rough. And he, he does it again. It's a good thing her house is wired because she has multiple angles 
of this. And and uh, I, I just want to get out in front of this and say he has been arrested. He fled, but he has been arrested. Check this out. Okay, baby's down here with a pacifier in the mouth. He doesn't hurt the baby. Did you see that? I mean, he's a big dude and strong, and uh, that was rough. And he he does it again. Um, the it's a good thing her house is wired because she has multiple angles of this. And and uh, I I just want to get out in front of this and say. He has been arrested. He fled, but he has been arrested. Check this out. Listen, now I do not. Please, please, please. You thought that was okay? And they ain't going to ruin relationships? They're talking about I'm destructive? Listen. Listen. This is, uh, she picks up the TV, and then this is, um, Continuing the assault. Things are way different now. That is like uh, one of the worst things I've ever seen in my entire life. My God. Hmm. Uh, okay. This happened at, um, in Florida at, uh, at this lady's home, according to the, um, uh, story we've, uh, TMZ said, we're told Stacy became furious and aggressive. Obviously. Former fifth-round pick swinging at her head, yanking her off a couch, tossing her across the room. You know, thank God. Thank God she had all those cameras because if I'm her, I'm like, holy shit, this is it. Finally, finally, I can uh, I can get out of this. And um, this guy is just immediately screwed. Uh, she called the cops right after the altercation. The dude took off before the cops could arrive. She filed for a restraining order earlier this week. Um, in those documents, Stacy's ex claims the football player came over to her house around 2 p.m. on Saturday to see the kid. While there, she claims he flew into a jealous, violent rage. He punched me several times in the head. I begged him to stop because the baby was on the couch just a few feet where he punched me. Boy, uh, he then picked me up and threw me into the TV. The TV fell, and he turned to make sure I wasn't getting up. As I laid on the floor, he began yelling at me, telling me I'm destructive. He then picked me up off the floor, off my feet, and body slammed me into our son's bouncy seat. That's when she says, Stacy said, I love you to their baby boy and bolted. Uh, in the restraining order docs, the woman adds, I fear for my life and my children's lives. This, she should have a gun. Several guns, okay? Because uh, if this guy is crazy enough to do that shit, he is going to uh, 
just walked with that Dixie chick song, Earl walk right through the restraining order and put her in intensive care. Well, that's when kablamo at the very least a shotgun. She went to the hospital. She was treated for a possible head wound as well as bumps and bruises. So she wasn't badly injured. Whew. My God. He was arrested hours ago. Um, just a shit show. Uh, arrested in Florida. Charged with aggravated battery and criminal mischief over the caught-on-camera assault of his baby's mother, Kristen Evans, at her home on Saturday. God. Ooh. I, you know, and uh, I was just looking at um, some reactions from some of the uh, NFL players. Devontae Adams, uh, star receiver for the Packers, along with other current and former NFL players, reacted viscerally to the horrifying video allegedly showing uh, well, it was showing. It was definitely showing Zach Stacy attacking his ex-girlfriend. Um, Adams wrote, I'm not retweeting the video, but Zach Stacy need to be thrown under the jail. Under the jail. Any man that puts his hands on a woman is a coward. Adams wrote on Twitter Thursday morning, can't believe what I just saw. Chris Long, the 2018 uh, Walter Payton, man of the year, who won two Super Bowls in his 11-year career, played with Stacy for two seasons on the Rams. Woke up to the Zach Stacy video. Um, Long wrote, made my stomach turn, not retweeting. Crazy to play with someone for a couple of years and you have no idea what kind of bullshit they do at home. Former Patriots and Colts defensive back Darius Butler wrote, I hope Zach Stacy is somewhere... Uh, getting his ass whooped right now. Any man that puts their hands on a woman is a sucker in my book. He writes a sad video going around wrote free agent linebacker, Will Compton, an eight year veteran. I don't want to post it because it's triggering. That man needs some serious consequences, putting his hands on a woman like that in front of their son. I can't even begin to understand getting to that point. That's ridiculous. Uh, Charles James II, who played defensive back for the Giants, Texans, and Colts, said Zach Stacy lost his fucking mind. Ain't no way, boy. The woman who was allegedly attacked by Stacy called police. Uh, I already read that. Um, and folks said, oh, my God, he did that in front of his five-month-old son. Well, if there's any solace, that kid will not remember that. I mean, uh, there's that. <laughs> and, um, boy. Uh, I have no idea why this guy did that. There has been some speculation that she cheated on him and stole money from him. But that obviously doesn't uh, uh, justify that. You know, my God. That was disgusting. So is this. Uh, not as bad as that. Hold on a second. Let me go back and uh, go over some of this. Um, are they stepping forward because there's actual video? I don't know. Patriot Nick says, fuck that. He shouldn't make it to the jail. Bury him under the cruiser. Why does it seem like athletes feel like they can bully? No idea. I don't know why that is. 
What if there was no video? Well, that would be a harder thing to prove. Kenny writes, hope that kid grows up, watches that video, and gets an opportunity to beat his dad's ass for it. Patriot Nick says they should repost it. This needs a very bright light shown on it. That's a great point. That is a great point. Life Vest 7. Who is Life Vest 7? I know, I know. Is that is that Joe Martinez? That might be Joe Martinez. I hope I'm not screwing that up. I hope she gets counseling for the baby as they grow. They don't, so that doesn't ever continue. Break the cycle. And uh, Kyle indicates it's a Ray Rice wannabe. Yeah, that was a bad one too. Which, if you remember, no, uh, sorry, Life Fast 7 is Shelly. Ray Rice, that was um, another example of no video and nothing happened. It wasn't until months later when the uh, video was made public that the NFL ever did anything about it. That was the reckoning to get the NFL to start focusing on this. Um, Up until that point, it was just a he said, she said. But if you remember the Maryland, the cops in Maryland with Ray Rice, they had the video and presented it to the NFL and proved that way before that became an issue. And then, but it wasn't until months after that the Ray Rice incident became uh, outed into the world that they're like, oh, well, what? Why? Why? We got to punish this now. So that was all bullshit. My God. Shoo. Really bad. Okay. Let's pay attention to this story now. Talk about this is uh this is kind of like your segment about assholes in the news concerning sports. Watch this. A youth soccer game gone wrong. Oh. Attacking a referee, slamming him into the ground. The shocking moment was caught on camera, and now the Placer County DA is looking into possible criminal charges. CBS 13's Steve Large is live in Roseville with the interview you'll see. Steve Large is on the scene. Only on CBS 13. Steve. Thankfully, this referee is okay, and the best word to describe this video is shocking. This is a boys' soccer match that was supposed to be a game. It's now turned into a criminal investigation. Video shows the violent. Watch this. Here he comes. Watch this guy. Across the field and oh. a referee knocking him to the ground. Wow. The soccer dad then stands over the ref, shouting at him. I felt like uh, I got hit by a train. I felt like I got hit by a train. Andrew Rialli is the referee who got. Uh, this ref's a little buddy, by the way. And this dude, he's a. He's a you can tell this guy's a patriot. Decked by the dad more than twice Ooh. his size. This was easily the hardest hit I've ever taken in my life. It was pretty crazy. It happened so fast. Rialli is okay now. The attack stemmed from a call off camera against the father's son. Rialli says the son disputed the call by following him off the field and got into his face. He says he pushed the team. Okay, so basically the the ref, uh, you know, the call against the kid. Uh, kid uh, uh, freaks out. 
and uh, is, is doesn't like the call, tries to dispute it, and then that's it. And then this dad comes running on the field because of that? Don't you ever talk to my son? Ugh. Patriot Nick says, that could have been you, Eric. Not the ref, but the dad. Are you, what? Come on. What the fuck are you talking about? I didn't give a shit about anything. My kids played youth sports, uh, all, all of them. And I didn't give a shit about anything. I sat there and made fun of all the other dads who sat there and screamed and yelled. I was like, oh, shut up. To back him away. And that's when the parent from across the field came and assaulted me. But I think what we see in this video um, is an asshole. Incredibly shocking. Um, this uh, this action um, by a parent from the sidelines is clearly not something that is appropriate. Roseville police were called to the field on a report of a battery. They forwarded their findings to the Placer County DA. Reality wants the parent charged. That was good form, though. I'll say this by the by the fat ass guy who's running up hitting the ref. I mean, he uh, he lowers the boom. I mean, this guy definitely puts a good hit on him. I want criminal charges. I want this guy to pay for what he's done. The under-16 youth match was part of the NorCal Premier Soccer Organization, which suspended the coach of the team the parent's child plays on for failing to control his team's spectacle. Boy, they have played, they have shown this a hundred times. Look at, at, at this exact moment, this this ref is like, oh, I, I'm in really in love in my life here. I, I I love being little. I'm glad no one's, no one's going to hit me or anything. Oh! The committee is recommending the team be expelled from all competitions until June of next year. It's just the first time it's ever happened to me. The ref says the attack won't stop him from taking the field again. This is not going to stop me. I want the younger referees to see this and say, you know what, if it happens to you, don't let it affect your life. You can't let this kind of thing affect you. Please, please stop showing it, Steve Large. And there is a late breaking update to this story tonight. Just got off the phone with the soccer club. This under 16 boys team has been removed completely by their own soccer club as a result of this incident. Now, separately, the Placer County DA's office says they are just beginning their investigation. Wow. So this guy's an asshole. So hopefully something, uh, some type of charge on this idiot. But my God. Uh, Marcy says, why are so many men full of anger? That's a great question, Marcy. They really are. I think, I think it's our, I think it's our makeup. I think we just have a, uh, um, kind of an, a, a built-in imbalance, you know? I think that that might be, I mean, not all men. Um, certainly, the Zaniacs here have it all in check and are perfect. But uh, some people are uh, very primitive, and they uh, give in to that, you know, and act like, and act like a fucking idiot. Hmm. Um, Nick seems to be calling out the ref because, uh, the ref said, yeah. And for the young refs, I want them to, uh, I want them to see this and then uh, know that they can get on with their life. And then Nick writes, what life you're a high school referee. So am I understanding Nick that you're taking a run at the ref who got laid out? Is that what I'm understanding here? Weird. Very strange. 
I think you've outed yourself there. I don't think that, uh, I don't think we need to be taking pot shots at the ref. You know? I mean, come on. It seems like it's open season on the officials. I've heard from people who do this for a living that say that they, um, that they're, they're having a hard time finding refs to, to, to work games for like uh, on the high school level. Uh, soccer and, and, uh, and baseball and shit like that. Nick says he absolutely is taking a run at the ref. Nick has a problem with the ref. He is blaming the ref. What an asshole. Marcy says, makes me glad I'm single. Exactly. Your dildo doesn't have anger issues, Marcy. We all know that. I was at one soccer game back in the day when my daughter was playing in high school. And some asshole parent, uh, the, the dad is screaming at the ref. And, and the, uh, the mom is just sitting there mortified while the dad is standing up screaming at the ref. This was on, well, it wasn't uh, here in Jenison. It was in, in uh, Lowell, Lowell, Michigan. And the ref says, okay, I can't continue the game until you shut up or leave. And the guy wouldn't shut up. And he goes, all right, you got to leave. I'm not continuing the game until you leave. And the guy kept on. And the, the football coach, who is also the AD, his name's Noel Dean, he came walking out of the press box and he goes, hey! And he's a big, strong dude. Nobody fucks with this guy. He's like a legend, local coaching legend. So this guy can, he's kind of, he's not like, uh, he's not uh, like the Messiah, but they, they treat him like royalty. Corey says, you told the story on Freebear and Hotwings once. Yes, I did. And he goes, get out! And the guy's like, oh, no. And sure enough, they, he kicked the guy out of the fucking joint. And, he, and you see him walking away all sad like, like Bill Bixby on the fucking Hulk. He's all, he's all embarrassed. Ooh. What about Diana at Jim's hockey game? Yeah, that was a bad one, too. She, I used to sit there and just laugh at all the parents. I loved it. I loved watching all the idiots. And then when... Uh, when the kid got, he did a check from behind. So that's, uh, if you do that at that level of hockey, it's pretty much always two, five, 10, two minute minor, five minute major, 10 minute misconduct and a game misconduct. So the kid is, uh, is heading up to the tunnel to walk out and Diana goes walking up above the kid. She like gets up, runs over She's going, good job, good job. And he's like a 12-year-old kid, and he holds up a glove, the middle finger in the glove, and he goes, go fuck yourself. And she's like, what? He just told me to go fuck myself. I go, well, yeah, of course. Of course he's going to tell you to go fuck yourself. What do you you think he's going to say? Thank you, ma'am, for getting in my face and clapping. Come on. She rarely comes on the show anymore. So, before I get to my dad, hello. Do you remember when Jim was in hockey, and uh, and the kid from Kalamazoo got two five ten game, and he was walking up the tunnel, and I started a fight with him. 
Yeah. And he, he told you to fuck off or, or, or go fuck yourself or something like that because. I think and then he just called me a. Called you a bitch, didn't he? No. He said something about uh, rhymes with wussy. <laughs> that was so great. It made me so happy. Oh, my God. That's when, you know, Colin Couples got his 18th concussion. Yes. Couldn't play hockey anymore. Yeah, I know. That was it. Guy was a jerk. Okay. I just wanted to, I just, because I just told that story again, and it was, it made everybody very happy. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I like to pick fights. Oh, I know. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Okay, thanks. Okay, love you. Bye. Love you. Hockey mom, Sarah Rook Ruk Roosh. She's another, oh my God, she's a wild child. The Kalamazoo and Battle Creek kids are some kind of special. The parents are nuts too. Yeah, every, every community has nuts parents. And hockey is the worst. Well, you know what? It, it depends on what sport I attend because I've seen a lot. I've seen the soccer kooks. I've seen the hockey shitheads. And I've seen the cheer dads and the cheer moms. They are all assholes. And the and baseball and softball, too. I've seen it all. The only ones who don't give a shit are track parents. Because all they want to do is kill themselves because they're at a track meet. Before I bring dad in here for Dear Meathead, uh, there's still time to send me an email. Eric at ericsaintshow.com. Um, if uh, for the Bennett flooring installation, great flooring giveaway uh, around the holidays, Bennett flooring installation is giving away two installs. You don't pay for a thing up to $1,500, which for most residences, that would get you everything you need. Okay. And all I'm asking you to do is nominate either yourself or someone, you know, or love who could use this. And, you know, let's be honest here. Somebody who's got uh, a bit of a uh, struggle going on and maybe things are piling up on them, the idea of getting new flooring uh, is definitely way on the back burner, not really high on the depth chart. So this might be just the thing that uh, this recipient could use or need. And it just makes them feel better. That's why this is happening. Because Jacob and Jason Bennett from Bennett Flooring Installation approached me about doing this. It's also a way of just saying thank you to the audience for um, soliciting them when, you know, you might need to have flooring installed. That's how this works. So, if... This sounds like you or someone you know or love. Give me the details. Write it out in an email, eric at ericzangshow.com. I would love to hear um, what's happening there. And then I have to discern who is going to get this. Uh, me, uh, the Queen of the Forest, and the NFK are going to read the entrance and, uh, and decide. And Jacob just added one. We were just going to do one uh, right around Thanksgiving. But two. So if you've sent one um, and you aren't the recipient when we announce the recipient on Monday, 
that's okay. Uh, you may be for the second one that will happen around Christmas time. Thank you to Bennett Flooring Installation for donating uh, those materials and your expertise. That is extremely kind. Uh, your Those materials, your expertise, and your time. My God. You're going to make somebody feel spectacular. So don't be shy. Just send me an email. I can keep you anonymous, and I will keep you anonymous, I should say. And uh, that's how we're going to do it. And if you are in need of flooring, don't hesitate to reach out to Bennett Flooring Installation. Uh, 616-318-0167. Call or text if you are in the West Michigan area. They would love to help you. The Eric Zane Show podcast is powered by the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. This thing's amazing. These people sent me one, and I'm so happy. I love it so much. It's a lock. It's a 2K camera. It's a doorbell. Three-in-one, triple security. You know, a lot of the times when you buy something that's like a camera so you can see who's at your door, you're going to have to pay a monthly fee. That is not the case with the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. And by the way, I want you to search e-u-f-y video lock that's e-u-f-y video lock or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door the eufy video lock is easy to install set up with just a phillips screwdriver no drilling required thank goodness because if i did that there'd be holes all over the place it'd be horrible keyless entry no more fumbling for the keys when your hands are full never worry about the kids losing keys or passing among the renters one second unlocking with get this ai self-learning chip embedded the more you use it the more accurate it will be it's fingerprint recognition on this thing you gotta try this out search eufy video lock that's e-u-f-y video lock or go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock full three-in-one triple security with eufy bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in maryland turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm simply download the bet mgm app and sign up using code old line 150 then Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. From issuance, please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Looking for work? Uh, Affordable limousine and party bus is hiring right now. Buscareers.com is the website. If you are an experienced driver with a Class B license with passenger endorsement, they want you. They're expanding the business, and uh, now is a great time to reach out to them. Uh, this is, can be a fantastic part-time job. It can be a full-time job. It's whatever you want to work. It's very, very simple. 
Oh, my God. You just give them their your availability. I'm available Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Hey, can you take this job? Yes or no? That's how it works. Uh, I drive for them on the side, and it's a, it's a great, uh, a great uh, place to work, man. And I'm telling you, and it can be quite lucrative for you, too. You're going to make a great wage just driving as it is, and then you add tips onto that. You're looking at 30 40 bucks an hour. Really great. If you want more information, go to buscareers.com. Okay. Let's bring in Dad for Dear Meathead, brought to you by JM Synthetics, online at jmsynthetics.com. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Hello. Hello. Hey, Dad. How are you? I'm okay, honey. How about you? I'm I'm doing okay. It sounds fine on my end. Uh, hey, wait a minute. Honey. Yeah, I got to do something with the phone. Okay, hold no hold problem. On. Yep. Is it better? Sounds good to me. Okay. Hey, you sound much better today. Oh, I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I it was a little rough last night. Yeah, but between last night and today is a. We're a difference in your voice. Oh, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> oh, you, you really are. But, man, I, you know, all of a sudden I got all this stuff to worry about, uh, you know. Really? Like like uh, what, Dad? What do, what do you have I to mean, worry you, about? You added on to it because he was not feeling well. And uh, myself, I don't know. I My, my brain is... Uh, in a fog. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I wouldn't worry about it. I, uh, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, that, uh, it's, it's all good. Uh, I, I, I know sometimes that, uh, you worry, that's kind of like your job. It seems like, right? Well, yeah, it, you can't help it. You're a father, uh, of age and, uh, something comes up. You wonder, Oh, here it goes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's kind of uh, par for the course. You know, yeah. I, you know, it yeah. would it would really worry me if uh, if I reached out to you and uh, and and you weren't worried about something. <laughs> you worry about that? Yeah, I don't worry all the time, but I do quite a bit. You know, I'm not that concerned, not worried. Oh yeah, it's your. I think it's it's uh, it's it's. I mean, I I will do this. I know I'm worried about my kids. All the yes. time. It's, just, it's fatherly duty. Oh yeah, that is that is. Um, and anybody who isn't worried isn't doing their job when it, it comes. It's not a normal person. Yes, because I'll tell you right now, um, I have the same saga with my children. When I say to Madison, because um, you know she just started college, so so she's away from home. And then yeah. uh, I said to her, I go, so look, uh, it's very oh important. That is, that, that's, that's a tough one, I'll tell you. I said, especially at night, you cannot be walking alone. No. And, uh, and she, she kind of blew me off, you know. And then, and then she found out that somebody got mugged at, on campus. And she goes, so now I walk, I walk with someone. I go, well, yeah, why did it have to be for them to get mugged for you to listen to me? You should have listened to me in the first place. You know, kids never listen uh, to their parents, Dad. Well, I, I'll give you one tip. One tip on that: when you are lecturing to the, uh, the children, don't lecture with anger. No, right, Just right. Have a normal conversation. You yeah, know? Oh, I know. I don't. So, I, I try not to get mad. I try to just express yeah, myself. Yeah, that doesn't help. Right, right, right. 
Okay. Well, Dad, are you ready to go for Dear Meathead? We've got a number of people who have, uh, who have sent questions along, and they would love to hear from you. Well, uh, yes, I am, because I really missed that uh, one session that uh, uh, we were not able to get together, you know. Oh, you mean on Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was kind of a weird day. But, um, you know, here you are on a Friday. We've got the weekend. Now, um, and I was just sharing with the audience before we get to the questions, the idea of uh, uh, it looks like uh, Thanksgiving uh, got our plans kind of got changed on us. Yeah. And uh, but, uh, you know, that's that's kind of the way of the world these days. So sorry. Sorry that that happened. But listen, I I welcome safety. You know, yes. are not safe about this situation and not uh, taking care of the distance and all that. Well, shame on you. Yeah, we got to, I mean, that's the thing, you know, the, the world's a little different now and you're very smart and intelligent about this. So is Joanne. So is Mike. And uh, they've got a very vulnerable daughter. Oh uh, my God. Who has, yes. uh, who has some, you know, uh, uh, the way she is, if she gets sick, it could be terrible regardless of oh, vaccination. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, we can't have that. We just can't no, have that. No, 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 no. Okay. All right, Dad, here we go. Mike writes, Dear Meathead, years ago, I was listening. Uh, uh, he wrote, actually, that he was listening to an old edition of Dear Meathead. Okay? and in, yeah. And he recalls that in that episode, you said, quote, magnets are a sucking situation <laughs> I said that? yeah he said magnets you said magnets are a sucking oh, that's true yeah and he said he wasn't sure what that meant can you explain this and tell me how magnets work well obviously magnets work with metal if you put that near, uh, uh, take a magnet near a metal that sucks it in. It sucks know? it right in, yep. That, that's what I meant. Okay, yeah, so. <laughs> it's simple. <laughs> I, what, was that, uh, what was that sound effect that you just did? <laughs> Joanne's growing up, so I don't know if she likes that. Well, yeah, it, it's a very, uh, it's a very uh, um, concise yet effective explanation of how magnets work, complete, yes. complete with a sound. I mean, you could find yourself a farmer that doesn't know what a magnet is, so you have to explain to the MA, it's a, it sucks. <laughs> so wait a minute, you're suggesting that farmers don't understand magnets? Well, we, hey, we we have regular humans that don't understand what magnet is. Well, well far, farmers aren't stupid people. I mean, who? What? Farmers? <laughs> hey, don't misinterpret this now. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know where to go with that. You just said uh, we farmers can even understand magnets. You're, 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 you're suggesting. Yeah, some farmer that strictly works with dirt and growing vegetation and yeah. this and that and doesn't know and never had thought a chance uh, chance of a magnet okay so, so he doesn't know what a magnet is so with that if i went to one of the farmers who live around me and there's a lot of them and i brought magnets their their minds are going to be blown when i show them mm, no no not all of them no so that i i did not uh, point out uh, a farmer. It could be anybody, really. But you said farmer, so I stuck with it. 
I didn't say farmer. You said farmer. Well, I said the farmer. Okay, okay all right. So, uh, to be clear, you don't have any problem with farmers. No way. Okay. They're my buddies. They feed us. They feed us. Are you serious? Yeah. All right. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. Oh, hey, the world without a farmer, we're nothing. We're dead. Dad, we're dead. Dad, uh, yeah, and we, and we, you know, and they don't know what magnets are. Well, yeah. Okay. Justin writes, Dear Meathead, uh, what are your thoughts on extraterrestrial alien life? Are there any other ones out there? No. There's no one out there. It's, it's I do not believe in that concept. Uh-huh. Really a concept. And there's no such a thing, extraterrestrial uh, title. Uh, this is all a myth. Uh, uh, how could it be? If there was, we'd see them. We're in space. What did you say about space? I said we're in space. We'd see them out there. Joanne says if we were in space, we'll see right. him out there. Well, didn't you, uh, haven't you ever heard anybody recently talk about, um, um, in the in the last couple of decades, we've been able to uh, determine that um, places that we couldn't see before because we didn't have the technology, and now we're discovering all new galaxies and things like that. You know, with like, well, yeah, we, we've discovered it, but that's not a, an extraterrestrial activity. Yeah, they didn't see anybody flying around. No, yeah, no, no, there's nobody flying around. Well, I I think as far as they got was they they discovered planets that. Uh, uh, would be like um, could possibly be um, warm enough another, for another life. place to live. Yeah, yeah, like uh, uh, to be habitable. So um, they they're theorizing that that could be where uh, another uh, species or uh, life could exist. No, it's a myth. They see them driving. It's, it's, the it's some scientific myth. Okay. That's my feeling, my belief, and I'm sticking to it. All right. I uh, I wrote down. There's no extraterrestrial title. Nothing. Okay. Dean writes this. Dear Meathead, have you ever ridden a snowmobile? <laughs> I grew up on snowmobiles. No, you didn't. You were on the desert. Wait a minute. You, when you said you grew up on a snowmobile, were you driving one around I mean, Iran? I've, I've had snowmobiles here. Well, yeah, but you didn't really grow up here. I mean, you were... I, mean, I didn't grow up. Oh, what the hey, that, That's like part of my makeup. Snowmobiles are part of my makeup. Yeah. I used to ride like a champ. Oh, yeah. In fact, listen to this. Yeah. I happen to have an accident that... The snowmobile front, one of the uh, legs went up straight. I hit a tree or something. Uh huh. And I rode it with that thing sticking up in the air. Oh, you had a, the uh, um, the ski was damaged. The ski, right? The ski went up in the air. I bet you look like a, a jackass. Well, I, I had to get home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I rode it like that. Um, you don't have snowmobiles now, though. No, in fact. Uh, I had two of them. I gave it to this guy. Uh, what was his name, honey? Huh? Mike. Mike who? Roscus. I gave it to Mike Roscus? Yes. Friend of the family. 
Yeah, and he uh, lived that way up there in the country. Yeah. Up north, like, uh, and he rode her and rode her and rode her. And finally, when he was on a rut one day well, with uh, his wife or something, riding the same thing, both of the machines quit. Uh-huh. Yeah. He sat right there and walked all oh, the way my to the God. cabin, and they don't know whatever happened to it. Jeez. All right. Well, you sold him. You, you obviously gave him a lemon. You gave him a problem. I gave I didn't sell it to him. I gave it yeah, to him. Yeah, I know. I know. All oh. right. Dad, this one wants to be anonymous. This person writes, my husband keeps bailing on birthdays and holidays on me and our young children to hang out with his friends. So like uh, if there's a holiday or a, the, one of the kids' birthdays, the guy always like he doesn't attend for some reason. And then uh, this person writes, I, I keep having to explain where where dad is. I've been thinking about ending the marriage, but I don't want to lose out with any time with my kids. What are your thoughts? Uh, it sounds like a little complicated situation, but in my thoughts, so to bail out on your husband because of his feelings toward the kid's situation is not the right thing to do. Any more than him bailing out on his kids' uh, situations. I mean, my God, those are your children. You owe them to do something right with them or show them affection by celebrating his birthday or give him a gift. Yes. It will make today your day. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand any father yeah. that lives with his children and his wife would bail out on his kids. There's something yeah. no matter what. Yeah, the there is something thinking. going on. Something going on. Something's happened along the way. Uh, I don't know what it is. Talking but, uh, to this anonymous person. Uh, if he, I, he's going to have to re, readjust his own yeah. mentality and take that day and celebrate his child's uh, birthday right. or whatever, you know. No, do that you, this is wrong. Do totally you, wrong. Yeah, do, do you think that uh, this person would be better served, like, um, discussing it with the husband as opposed to just pulling up stakes? I'm, I'm guessing that the lady has discussed it and it's fallen on deaf ears. So, you know. Well, just to go ahead and divorce our husband because of that is not an intelligent answer either. You know. I mean, that's a husband that you happen to love at one time. Right. And I, I think, uh, you know, the, the whole vow is in good times and in bad. And this obviously is a bad time, but sure. you still got to, I mean, there's got to be a, uh, I mean, I, I wish I had more information. I don't know the extent of what this person. I don't either. There's something totally strange about right. that. Because yeah. I don't know any father that uh, has a good marriage and good family life and all that would want to not celebrate his children's birthdays. I'm guessing we're only getting one little bit of information. We can't really make that much of a uh, informed comment on this. But now, for uh, all I know, there's something wrong in the marriage. That's what I'm thinking. I think something's cooking there, that which does happen over time. I mean, that marriage is not easy. Uh, it's... it's uh, it's uh, not not everything is uh, sunshine and rainbows. You know, you just brought a good point. 
to my intelligence, uh, a husband and wife, which are the kingpins of the family, there's a distance between them. Not only all of them, some of them. The husband doesn't participate in the wife's activity. Activity. The wife doesn't have participate in his. They're going different ways, different directions. Instead of creating unity, the children and the wife and the husband are all one unit. They should be. There's no question. Uh, it's, I, it's got to have. I mean, love is something that you just don't buy it. It just comes within yourself. Dad, I wrote down, quote, the husband and the wife are the kingpin of the family. Yes. And quote. Yes. Without them, the the children are nothing. Yep. And I also wrote down, quote, he needs to readjust his own mentality. That's right. Yep. Okay. Dad, we've covered a lot of ground. We heard about you with farmers and magnets. (laughs) Uh-huh. No extraterrestrial title. Readjust his own mentality. That's uh, right. Snowmobiles are part of my makeup. Oh, yes. <laughs> and we also got the image of you riding around on a snowmobile in the desert somewhere in Iran. Uh, it was not snowmobile. Well, that's what we thought it was because you said you, you, you grew up on them. No, I grew up here in this country. Don't forget, I've been here for many, many years. Yeah, I know. Okay, well, I'm disappointed that I can't see you guys, but hopefully things will settle down. Joanne, uh, I know we talked about it last week, and I talked to you earlier in the week about wishing you a happy birthday on the 16th. Thank you. Uh, I need to clear up something also. Please. The reason I didn't ride snowmobiles in your country, because we really didn't have we didn't have a clue what a snowmobile was yeah i know yeah <laughs> of course that's why it was so hilarious yes i only got used to it when i got yeah. here i'm guessing there aren't any snowmobiles in iran i'm guessing there's zero no, because our, our winter well no we had tough winters you did yeah there's snow in the winter we had snow wow i didn't know that oh yeah okay well Maybe there are snowmobiles in Iran. I mean, the northern part of it is different, but Joanne says Russians have them. Okay. (laughs) I don't know where she heard that from, but she must. She says she's sitting in movies. Yep. Anyway. Yep, yep. Okay, Dad. I'm glad you're back and you're in good health, or better health, I should say. Yeah. But you sound great. All right. Well, thank you, Dad. All right. I love you guys, and I will talk to you down the road, okay? All right. Happy Thanksgiving, Ernie. Happy Thanksgiving. I know we're all disappointed. but family members and give them our love. All right. I'll talk to you guys. Bye-bye. See you, bye. There you go. Dear Meathead, uh, brought to you by JM Synthetics, always a hit. Oh, my God. Thank you for the participation and getting the questions to me. I was a little distracted uh, while that was all going on because I got an email from uh, Saul, Blind Saul. Um, 
during the Patreon, not uh, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast yesterday, I said, Saul, can we ask you a Jew question? Because he's Jewish. And we can call it Saul's Jew Corner. Because he's a Jew. Now, was anybody under the impression that if you that the word Jew is a an, an offensive term? I think it's all context. Like if someone says uh, a, a horrible uh, descriptor with followed by the word Jew, you are in trouble, right? So I don't know what's going on here. And then I asked Saul a question um, about um, Shabbat or something like that. Or the Sabbath or, you know, just whatever. And he he knows because he's Jewish. So that was it. And then, so uh, Saul then writes this. I'll read it to you. Eric, I have issues. I have issues about yesterday's show with Ben. Remember when you wanted to ask me a Jew question? I think that was a little rude and politically incorrect. A more appropriately phrased question would be something like, can I ask you a question about Judaism? Well, yeah, I know, but Saul's Judaism corner doesn't have as much ring to it. You know, I I didn't realize that Jew is such an offensive term. Did you know this? I think Saul is being a little sensey here. Uh, Or can I ask you about the Jewish religion? So he does not like my uh, wording of can I ask you a Jew question? All right. He continues. I understand that your style is different from others, but you need to think about what you are saying and how it affects people. Now, this is where I think he gets off the rails. He says, would you ask the listener from the Black Army an N-word question? Well, no, um, but that's entirely different. Uh, the word Jew is a word, and it's one that's uh, that I'm not using in a negative light, and there, there is no positive about the N-word. So I think that is a... A horrible comparison, Saul. So um, I think that how this affected you, I think it's uh, made your brain melt to some degree. And I'm not going to sit here and uh, and let you uh, think that you can uh, uh, position me in that type of light. I, I take that. Uh, I take great offense to that. More, much more offense than uh, you're taking with me saying, Saul, I want to ask you a question about being a Jew. Holy shit, Saul. Uh, he then, he, th- he says, I think not. I also think it was insensitive to ask me to plug my ears when you were asking the trivia question about mine comp. Oh, bullshit. Okay, one of the trivia questions was, uh, where did Adolf Hitler write mine comp? And it was, he wrote it in prison. That was a trivia question. And then I, uh, it just happened to come up in the during the game, and I, you know, I, I said because Saul has been with us for a long time, I go, Saul, don't listen to this. Plug your ears, because it's a horrible book. Saul is taking it uh, to the next level by saying, "Don't tell me to play." Saul, look, I take, I treat you like everybody else on this show. Everybody on this show is treated. Uh, in top of like a ball busting way. If you suddenly are of this nature, I'll say the same thing to you. I'll treat everybody equally on this show. You know that. If you don't like it, Saul, there's the door. And I, I, I you know, I, that's, that's, I've been consistent on this. 
My God, that is such bullshit that you're uh, going after me over the shit like this. Uh, Ben's laughter didn't help either. Yeah, you need to go. You need to think about what you're putting out there before you say it. And unfortunately, I knew all too well that has gotten you into trouble in the past. While you are free, in a sense, to say what you want, well, I think I've said enough. Have a nice day, Saul. Well, Saul, I'll, I'll tell you the same thing I told Bleeding Heart Brian and anybody else. If you don't like what I say, there's the door. You don't, uh, Thank you. Thank you for the nice email. I appreciate it. But um, you need to know, you need to know that um, I can't, I'm not going to sit there and let you fucking, because you're sensitive, shove me around, even if you are Saul. Everybody gets the same treatment around here. That is unfair on your part to categorize me as uh, an anti-Semite and a racist. So, um, you know, in a nutshell, sorry, buddy, but uh, that's, uh, that's where I stand on that. No way, no how. I'll beat you up the same way as I'll beat anybody else up on this show and the same way as they beat me up. I'm not going to sit here and be, oh, shit, I got to be sensitive because Saul's here. No, fuck that. I have never been successful at anything at being worried about one person. I throw it out there and you take it or you leave it. Correct? Isn't that what we've all agreed on as to how this should be? Bullshit. I reject your email. Okay? Kyle says, Saul is sounding like a crybaby patriot. Oh, government taking <laughs> taking my guns. Uh, this one, Saul would beat you up, maybe. Uh, Sarah says, I sense a breakup letter. Yep, this is officially a breakup letter. Yeah, hit the road, Saul. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and be and treat you differently because you're Jewish or because you're fucking blind. You're part of the group. You don't like it? Get the fuck out. There you go. How's that feel? How's that taste, Saul? Hold on a second. Let me get this off my chest, too. Uh... Thanks for the email, Saul. I read it on today's free podcast that is actually still going on now. You aren't going to like my response. Thanks for listening. Eric. Yeah, lighten the fuck up, Saul. Jesus. Fucking crybaby. Jesus. Horrible. All right. I can't be accused of taking it easy on Saul. Okay. Thanks again to TC Paintball for being on board with the show. Love you guys. TCPaintballGR.com. You are the best. Uh, we've got a paintball war coming up on Sunday, and uh, I want to hear from you. Reach out to me, eric at ericzancho.com, and uh, I would love to get you in on the action. It's 35 bucks. You get a free pizza party before it, uh, before it all gets going, and off we go. Still have room. 
I've had a few cancellations on it, but uh, I want you. Reach out, Eric, at uh, reach out, Eric, at EricZaneShow.com. A and E Heating and Cooling reminds you uh, that you must get your furnace checked each and every year. It costs $79. This is a must. You, you need to see Joe twice a year, okay? You need to see him in the summer when it's starting to heat up uh, for the AC and then in the winter to get that furnace checked. Reach out, aeheatingcooling.net. 616-516-8579. Many of you have sent me the story about tapeworm brain. I cannot wait to get into that, but I got to pee. Okay. So give me a second. I'm all worked up now, man. Jesus, Saul. What are you doing? All right. Rick at TC Paintball just got a gift subscription from um, Adam. Adam the Odd. Oh, that is very cool. Very, very cool. All sorts of shenanigans going on. <laughs> Some funny comments. I, I wish I could read them. Yeah, I'm sorry, Saul. Sorry, Saul, that I'm... No, I'm not sorry. I don't, I don't, I don't want to give you the idea that I'm sorry that I yelled at you. But I want you to understand that you're a friend of mine. You're a nice, sweet young man. You can't just assume that everybody's out to hurt you because you don't like something that's said. It's bullshit. And I'm not going to let you fucking do that. All right. Where were we? Um, see, I'm all screwed up right now. Uh, speaking of woke, uh, there's a band known as Girl Band, described as Irish Noise Rockers. Um, they've been Girl Band, known as Girl Band, for quite some time. So that's kind of funny. They're called Girl Band. Well, they're assholes. They've released a statement that they are changing their name. They're now calling themselves uh, Gilla Band. G-I-L-L-A. Gilla? Oh, Gilla Band. Which I guess is a very Irish name. Why are they assholes? Because they're changing their name to Gilliband? Now it's the reason why. We are changing our band name. We will no longer be performing or releasing songs under the name Girl Band. We apologize for choosing a misgendered name in the first place. And do anyone has been hurt or affected by it? Oh, what? Okay. If there's anyone that exists in the world who is hurt or affected by a band no one's heard of, I would like to see that person. I would, I would love, in a pure entertainment um, uh, standpoint, 
to just hear them explain how this shitty band that no one's heard of has hurt them. How are you hurt? But apparently it's happened. Girl band has been hurt. I'm sorry. They're, they're concerned about hurting people. When we were starting off, it was chosen without much thought from a place of naivety and ignorance. We had no grasp of the weight of it at the time. And in the past few years have found it impossible to justify or explain this choice. Regardless of our intention, the effect of the name has been damaging to individuals. It has? Boy, I bet these guys are really fun. Explain how it's been damaging. So some band no one's heard of called Girl Band, but the fact that they're called Girl Band is damaging to people. To try and negate any unfortunate role we've played in propagating a culture of non-inclusivity in music or otherwise, we have decided to change it. <laughs> this is actually good for them because no one's ever heard of these guys. So, you know, this is this is a, an, an interesting way to draw attention to yourself, to just dive into this whole shit show. Thank you to those who spoke up about it. Oh, God, can you imagine dealing with those people? I know I would not do well with that. If I was in a band, let's say I was really good at music and we had a great band called Girl Band, and someone said, yay, man, hey, you should change your name because you're all boys and you're called Girl Band, and that's like, you know, you're that's misappropriation. I would say, oh, God. I would kick him in the face. Fuck off. You are such a sick fuck. You disgusting idiot. Go waste your time on something important. Thank you. Thank you to those who spoke up about it and educated us on this, either directly or indirectly. Moving forward, we will be performing and releasing records under the name Gilla Band. Gilla being a given name taken from Old Irish. So what? Can we now then say, well, uh, hey, I'm, I'm from the Old Irish. You can't do that because you're not. Ugh. Though the, na the name was meant to be tongue-in-cheek, the band faced backlash for it with many questioning why a group of men in a male-centered genre would call themselves girl band. Uh, back in 2015, Amy Cliff penned a piece for Fader magazine questioning controversial band names. The piece included girl band, a band made up of four Irish guys. In an interview with Noisy that same year, frontman Daniel Fox explained that the going by girl band wasn't meant to be insulting toward women. It's not. I wonder what that crazy bitch wrote when she uh, uh, questioned the band. Um, so this lady that wrote it, I'm, I just clicked on that article. Search girl band. She wrote from a band. <laughs> she referenced a band that's known as uh, uh, the second word in this rhymes with punt and begins with a C. There's a band called Anal Punt. There's a <laughs> from Anal Punt to Cerebral Ballsy. There have always been bands whose names provoke a reaction. So she's like, I don't have a problem with Anal Punt, but girl band, I'm drawing the line. Several bands have been causing a backlash for their overtones 
of cultural and political appropriation evoked by their names. There's a band called Prostitutes. There's a band called Viet Cong. And there's Girl Band. Okay, so what else does she say about Girl Band? This idiot. Um, we've seen white men in band called Slaves. We've seen all male band called and all male bands called girl. No, you've seen one band called girl band. We are seeing people doing garbage human shit every day. And I feel like they get less shit for it than I do for having the word uh, pussy in my band name said uh, Meredith Graves from the band perfect pussy. So she's upset that in that band. So that's it. That's that, that that's what this article is about. My God, people are idiots. At the time of coming up with the name girl band, we didn't really think about that kind of aspect of it. And it was upsetting to have someone think about it, about you. He explained, I can see where people would be coming from, but they are kind of inherently misunderstanding. I think if you met us as people, you'd understand where it's coming from. Well, then don't give in to them, idiot. Speaking of pussy, that's what you are. Say, well, yeah, uh, uh, just like what I said earlier, there's the door. I mean, uh, I don't know what to tell you. That's the name of our band. But no, this guy is now going to reinforce that all you have to do is say, hey, I'm offended by this. Hey, I'm offended by this. Thus, you must change it. Well, guess what, Cupcake? Tough shit. He added, some people probably think we are taking the piss out of girls, which we are very much against. It was like, look, we're really against what you think where we're coming from. So this guy, he explains himself. This guy from Girl Band explains himself. Uh, you know, as as well as he can, but then in the same time j- agrees to change the name of his band. That's weak. What an asshole. It's kind of funny, really. Embarrassing, in my opinion. All right. Tape worm brain. Oh, my God. Man hospitalized with seizures. Progressively worse. Discovers tapeworm in his brain for decades. I used to have a dog named Queenie. Black Lab when I was a kid. And I remember one day, if you hope you're not eating breakfast. I'm like, wait a minute. Queenie just took a poop. It looks like there's still something there. Now, occasionally, if you're a dog owner, you're occasionally going to have to put the bag on your uh, on your hand and do the old grab the piece of grass because a dog eats it, and it's it's horrible. It's terrible. Or if you have a dog that eats a sock, sometimes you got to help the dog out. Uh, th- this did not fit those descriptions uh, of any of those things it, because it was a tapeworm. And so I grabbed the tapeworm, and, like, the segments are coming out, like Benoit balls out of the dog's ass. Vunk, vunk. And she's like, oh. And I pulled a tapeworm out of the dog's asshole. Oh, my God. It's terrible. A man hospitalized with mysterious seizures and an altered mental status has tapeworms, had tapeworms living in his brain for decades, according to researchers. 
The study just uh, was posted in the um, New, New England Journal of Medicine. Experts from Massachusetts General Hospital and Harvard Medical School said the 38-year-old man was initially evaluated following his first seizure and had been speaking gibberish. So the worm is is chewing on that part of his brain, you know? My God, maybe that's what's up with the NFK. Maybe he's got a tapeworm in there. That's uh, 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 it, There's a spot in your brain called take a shower, and it's just gnawing away at that. Uh, the man who had immigrated from rural Guatemala. It's probably one of uh, Kyler's uh, uh, fucking neighbors or something like that. Maybe it's one of Kyler's family members. Maybe Kyler has one in his brain. Was combative. Oh, Don't say that, Eric. I'm offended. That's not fair. Combative and disoriented until he arrived at the hospital where he had witnessed generalized tonic-clonic seizure. Um, several of his other functions were normal. They gave him some medicine, and like, oh, man, we can't figure out what's up. Finally, they did. You would think after all these years of seizures, or however long it took, that they would, they would do a scan of the brain. Um... They they used some higher sensitive equipment and did a scan of his of his melon, and uh, sure enough, they see it. They go, "There it is. There's the worm." Ugh. Apparently, cystocercosis is the most common cause of acquired epilepsy worldwide, resulting from the ingesting of tapeworm eggs. Oh my god. They wind up chewing on your brain. If that's the case, you're like, okay, just kill me. Come on. On the basis of the features of the patient's presentation, the fact that he had been healthy the day before the seizure. Oh, okay. So it wasn't that long of a problem. Stand by again. Sorry. I think I got one. Um, so they did it and they uh, see that there is a uh, freaking worm in there. I guess my next question is how the hell do they get it out? Uh, he was transferred to the neurology service the following morning, started treatment within two weeks, uh, various medicines, I guess, high dose prednisone, four week tapering course. Shouldn't use the word taper. He was uh, discharged uh, from the hospital. Day five with no further seizure. So I guess medicine kind of like destroyed it. And then it just kind of like dies in his brain. My God. You definitely don't want to talk about that later in life. Because if you ever do discuss that with any woman that you want to marry, she's not going to want anything to do with you. Keep it to yourself going forward. Jesus. Okay. Hire me on Cameo. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Um. I would love to do a cameo for you, either on the cameo app or from your desktop. Hire me on cameo could be uh, fun, a roast, if you will, or something a little bit more sweet, like my pal Tio in South Dakota. I just did one for his beloved mother, just celebrated a birthday. I love that. By the way, let me know what know how, how she felt about it, Tio. I mean, come on, I did that for your mom. I want to know how she reacted. 
I sold it. I did my best. Okay. So thank you to uh, my friends at, um, to everybody who's ever hired me on Cameo. So reach out and I'd love to do one for you. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. We will be there on uh, Thursday, December 23rd for the Great Food Giveaway, year number two. Year two for the Great Food Giveaway. 616-532-6600. If you need anything taken care of for your vehicle, as simple as an oil change, could be a little bit more complex of an issue, they will help you at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV in beautiful West Michigan. Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. If you're in the market for a mortgage, you want to buy a home, get pre-approved, reach out to Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505, no matter where you are in the U.S., with the exception of Alaska, Hawaii, South Carolina, and Maine. Get pre-approved. That way you know how much you're approved for when you're buying the house. I suggest uh, bidding on a house that's... uh, I don't know, maybe ten to 15000 less than what your loan is good for because you're going to get into a bidding war. If your credit is great, this is an easy process. If your credit stinks, this is more work. But Mario and his staff are up to the task. Please consider the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Hang on, I need water. Sorry about all the breaks, but between my face betraying me and being stuffed up, and I'm dried out big time because of the medicine I'm taking. I have to take these little short breaks for water and stuff, so I apologize. While it's on my brain, there is a feature on Twitch called a raid. And um, if I hit a button, I can send a number of you that are watching the show live to another show. And what it does is it introduces you to new shows on Twitch and it facilitates show growth on Twitch. So, and then they're notified, Hey, the Eric Zane show podcast just gave you 10 listeners or viewers, whatever. Um, so you might discover something now. I haven't yet explored Twitch enough to know what is, um, like a show that I could direct you to. I don't want to just do it. I, I tried it once just randomly with some foreign dudes playing video games. So I kind of want to know what I'm getting you into when I send you over to shows like that. But the point is you do that. I would do that in hopes of, um, Oh, Eric, stop the echo. What is going on? Did I just do something wrong? Did I just do pizza? Okay, how far back do I have to do this? What just happened? Okay, it just happened. We now hear you twice. Sorry about that. How about now? Pizza! Okay, my bad. My bad. Is it better now? I think it's better. I clicked on one thing and it was just stupid. Sorry about that. <laughs> Jason Mays writes, I'm offended. Writing letter now. Hold on a second. O'Neill's freaking out. Uh, let me get the queen of the forest in here. Hey, I know, buddy. Mom's coming. <sighs> hey, I'm glad you're home. Are you home right now? 
Yeah. Oh, good. You didn't leave because O'Neal has to go potty. He is pawing me and crying. Oh, poor O'Neal. Okay. Yeah, you know how he stick. Come on, come on up, because you know how he sticks his paw like that. Yeah. And he's just got this look on his face. A poor guy. Holy shit. Maybe he has the poop. Okay, let him come get him, please. There she is. Dean says hi. Dean. Oh God. Queen of the forest. Um. Can't drop the E out of you. Dear Eric, you really shouldn't do the echo thing anymore. It distracts from the flow of the show. Best wishes. Former listener, can't drop the E out of you. Um, we are close, Kent, with getting where you work on the podcast. Dean, don't call my wife sweetie, you fuckhead. The fuck is wrong with you? Fucking animal. <coughs> Eric, uh, don't call Dean a fuckhead. You got to be nice to people. Fuck, I do. All right. Um, sorry about earlier. Sorry about the raid story. Anyway, at the end, at the end of the show, in the future, I will be sending you to another show. Which one? I don't know. Don't do that anymore, Eric. You're frying our brains. Yeah, I'm still learning my way around uh, Twitch. Melissa says, you have to go to confession again this weekend. I don't think so. I don't think I do. Why? What would make you say that? Because I said bad words? No. I am, I am not going to. No. That's how I talk. Being mean to Dean? Oh, bullshit. No way. No way, no how. That if I if I explained to Father Greer or Father Colin um that I was mean to Dean and they said, "Well, why were you mean to Dean?" and then I explained to them why I was mean to sick fuck Dean. They would say, "Uh, no. That's in fact, we we don't like him either. Fuck him." They would say that. That's how that would go. Okay? So, no. There are other things that I need to confess sins for, and that is not one of them. Normally. I, I'm not going this week. I, I don't think I've sinned in a way. Well, no, I take it back. I probably have. But, um, no. I'm going to let those things slide. I have nothing eating at me right now that tells me that I need to go and confess my sins. You know? All right. Oh, my God. Marilyn Manson. Oh, geez. You know, I mean, right about the time that this dude, you know, didn't he come out recently and he was uh, um, with Kanye and Bieber at uh, one of the Sunday services or whatever the hell it is? This story emerges about uh, Marilyn Manson. Uh, He had a small soundproof glass enclosure in his West Hollywood, California apartment that he used for locking up women that he was dating. Manson has said all along that all of this 
was consensual. They all disagree. Numerous sources alleged in a report published just the other day by Rolling Stone. Several women who dated Manson, which that in itself is a miracle. The fact that anybody would be interested in that gross-looking individual, even when he, when he was young and he didn't have makeup on, he still looked like such a fucking tool. My God. They said that the space was a solitary confinement cell used to psychologically torture women. Those sources said he called it the bad girl's room. Now, as much as uh, Zaniac women uh, would deserve to be isolated for their horrible behavior, uh, I would resist uh, um, encouraging any type of locking women up into a bad girl's room. They might actually like it, though. Like, I can picture some of them saying, yeah, as long as it has a glory hole. Quote, he always had a joking, bragging tone, said Ashley Walters, Warner's former assistant who has accused him of sexual assault, said adding that he liked to tell people about the room. Warner, uh, Marilyn Manson, mentioned the room himself during media appearances, including a 2011 interview with V Magazine. In May of this year, Ashley Morgan Smithline, one of the numerous women who have accused Warner of abuse, told People Magazine he locked her in the room when she pissed him off. Uh, Singer Phoebe Bridgers wrote in a tweet in February that when she visited Warner's home as a teenager... He referred to her, he referred to one of the rooms as the rape room, Ugh. which she said, th- which she said she thought was horrible frat boy sense of humor at the time. No, it's, it's actually what he wanted. Ryan Brown, another former assistant of Warner's also told Rolling Stone the room existed saying, quote, it was common knowledge. That's what everyone had called it. He denied ever seeing a woman. He denied ever seeing a woman locked in it. This is that dude, Ryan Brown. Attorneys for Manson did not immediately respond to a request from comment. Um, all the, um, and then it lists a number of the other women, Esme Bianco, Evan Rachel Wood, talking about the horrific abuse. Esme Bianco is from Game of Thrones, but I don't remember who she is on Game of Thrones. Was she the uh, one that was um, wanted to have sex with one of the unsullied, the guy who had no dick? Wasn't that the storyline? The unsullied dick and balls, no dick and balls. Uh, Warner has denied the allegations against him. He said everything was entirely consensual. Hmm. We shall see. (sighs) My God, Marilyn Manson. I can't imagine being a father and finding out that your daughter is hanging out with that guy. Jesus. And then there's this guy. Um, Police and fire in New York uh, were um, summoned. And not in New York City. There's a uh, facility called the Landmark Theater in Syracuse, New York. And they get a phone call and say, hey, we got an issue. What is it? Fire? Somebody gets sick? No, no, no. We keep hearing a voice and we don't know where it's coming from. And they keep calling for help. Help! Help! 
police and fire are like, what the hell's going on? And we've heard about this before. This is what happens when you do too many drugs. You get strung out and you wind up behind walls. Check this out. Syracuse firefighters carefully cut through layers of drywall and structural tile to free the guy. Look at this is where he was. Like here's like a shower or something like that or a hallway. And they, he was stuck in there. He somehow uh, found his way into this area and was like stuck in there. Like there's a guy behind the wall. Oh my God. So they were like, okay, they had to carefully get him out of there. And they did. Uh, no doubt drugs involved in this. No one knows how he got behind the wall. Um, but they got him out okay. I would be so petrified if you're the if I'm the guy who's freaked out. And they said he was there for like two and a half days. So he's completely dehydrated. He's hungry. He's being stuck in a wall. That's got to be a rock bottom moment. Holy shit. You do so many drugs, you wind up in a place. You, how terrifying would that be when you're coming out of it? You're like, what the fuck? Where am I? Am I in the ground? Help, help. All of a sudden, you see a blade come through the wall one inch from your face. Blade, don't go too far. Stop. Oh. Yeah, I mean, if this guy uh, is able to um, somehow, I, I, I can't imagine uh, him being able to somehow piece together any bit of consistency to turn it around, but this has got to be the absolute rock bottom moment. You're like, hi, I'm Lance. I'm a drug addict. Hi, Lance. And then you got to tell the story. Yeah, I wound up behind a wall. You may have seen me uh, in, the, in, the, in the news. Syracuse firefighters had to rescue me out. Wow, that's fucked up. I'll tell you what, if you're going to AA, you want this guy there because you think your story's fucked up uh, or, or AA or NA. And this guy talks about how he wound up behind a wall and didn't know where he was for the longest time. Jesus. I went to the hospital for treatment. He appeared uninjured other than dehydration. This person wrote a time traveler who didn't know that a building had been constructed right at his landing point. It's like a Harry Potter port key. Isn't that what they called it? That's a reference for you. I was just watching... uh, what was that one? Great scene. Goblet of Fire. Uh, Cedric Diggory, played by Robert Pattinson. Uh, Voldemort killed him. Holy shit. He's laying there dead. And Harry's like, oh, no, fuck, shit. What do I do? And Voldemort goes, pick up your wand, motherfucker. And all the, um, uh, what are the bad guys called again? Lucius Malfoy, the, the death bringers or something like that, or death eaters. No, what are they called again? I don't know. Malfoy and Bellatrix are all standing there going, yeah, get him, Baltimore. Harry picks up the fucking wand. He's trying to trying to do the curse and he's losing. And then all of a sudden the ghosts pop up and they go to help him. You're going to have a minute. And then Cedric's ghost says, bring my body back to my dad. All right, he goes, he goes over to the, he gets the port key. I think it's a shoe or the fucking, the cup. Uh, great scene. Great movies. You know, they just had their 20th anniversary of the first one. And uh, they had like a reunion of everybody from those movies. Oh, it was incredible. Uh, the guy who played Draco, remember him? He passed out at the golf course recently. He got cleaned up. Got to see those. If you haven't seen those movies, man, I'm telling you, those are great movies. 
No, not the Dementors. The Death Eaters. The, that's right. The Death Eaters were the bad guys, like uh, who were um, uh, dis, uh, followers of Voldemort. They were the Death Eaters. Chris K. from GR says, you walk away for five minutes. Amazing how the conversation changes. All right. That's pretty much how it goes. Uh, the Asshole of the Day is coming up on this Friday edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast, which we have covered a lot of ground. A lot of ground. and I, uh, But I already have made my decision on the Asshole of the Day. It already is written in stone. I wrote it before I even started. So you can add your suggestions. Um, but it's going to be what it is. Nick says the ADHD is on point today, which point we don't know. That is true. That is true. Um, all right. But before I leave you, and by the way, let me, uh, let me just uh, stress that now my, my guilt is eating me. Uh, Saul, uh, you, you can stay here. I don't want you to have, I don't want you to leave the show. I wouldn't want anybody to leave the show, but uh, no, uh, I'm not going to sit there and let you accuse me of what you're accusing uh, me of. And, um, and kiss your ass. No one gets their ass kicked because their fucking feelings get hurt. Okay? No one. Uh-uh. I won't do that. I've done that in the past, and I'm not doing that now. So, sorry. Sorry, buttercup. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I, that doesn't mean I don't care about you. I absolutely care about you, as I do every one of you. Um, but, uh, no way. I'm not going to let you come in here and just because your brain got in the way of common sense and, uh, had you firing off some reckless email at me, accusing me of terrible things. Fuck that. Let me help your business. I would love to be talking about you on the Eric Zane show podcast. Reach out anytime, Eric at ericsaneshow.com. And I can tell you how it works. I've got a couple that I'm working on right now that um, I'm hoping to be introducing here uh, to you very soon. Blue Frost IT has been with me for quite some time. Love those guys at Blue Frost IT. If you are a small or medium-sized business, uh, hand it over to Blue Frost IT for all of the managed work you can use them for. I use them as my managed IT service provider, and you should too. Oh, ah, stretching my back. God. When you sit hunched over like a question mark all the time, when you find, finally stretch it out, it's like heavenly. Oh, my God. Ugh. While I'm at it, they do project work. So if you're looking to upgrade the tech in your office or workspace, uh, run it up their flagpole. Hey, what do I do here? You're like, I don't even know where to begin, what to buy. Well, you could end up buying stuff you don't need. If you don't have a professional, take a look at what you do in the workplace, you know? And so that is a complimentary consultation. Reach out at 616-285-50 if you're planning to upgrade. Also, if you're planning to move or start a new business, you want the uh, structure appropriately set up for your tech. They do all that cutting holes in walls, plates dropping lines you know things like that they do that all at blue frost it 616-285-50 and last but certainly not least 
Horizon Hydroponics. If you are growing indoors, reach out to them. Indoors or outdoors. H-O-R-I-Z-E-N hydroponics.com. An amazing uh, group of people. And you can uh, buy their products online and have them shipped anywhere in the U.S. So simple. Just by going to horizonhydroponics.com. When you buy online, you can save 10% by using the coupon code ZANESHOW at checkout. And there you go. If you're not sure about anything, there's a phone number right on their homepage. And you can call and ask them. A real live person will pick up the phone. Four brick and mortar locations as well if you want to order online and then pick up. Alpine and Grand Rapids. Growers Outlet Byron Center. And uh, Kalamazoo and Lansing, Michigan. Oh, I feel a neck crack in there. All right. Oh, wow. Oh, I saw stars on that one. That one not as, not as good. Oh, my God. That was life-changing. Um, tell your dog I said hi is Megan. She says, I want to hear your nonprofit's friends. What do you mean by that? I'm going to keep posting this link. Okay, let me take a look at that. Ah, I know what this is. Irvine's is giving away $1,000. They do this every year, if I believe. Uh, that's, I think that's correct. Um, if you have a nonprofit, they want to give $1,000 to the nonprofit. So if you have a favorite, all you need to do, in fact, um, let's just, I guess the video doesn't have any sound. Um, um, Facebook.com slash Irvines. Uh, Megan, is there, can you maybe fill me in the particulars? Go to that post on our page and nominate. Okay, so there you go. You, uh, let me just, uh, if you're in the chat, you can see where it says, tell your dog I said hi. Click that and you can take care of this there. Nice. I'll link it up in the show notes of the podcast for those of you in the community who would be interested in getting involved in this. So a thousand bucks from Irvine's to a nonprofit. All you have to do is go nominate. That is sweet. Today's asshole of the day is Zach Stacy. That sick fuck. Who and that's the only thing that uh, he can see. He can he needs some shock treatment or something. This is a sick man, okay? Who beat up the mother of his five month old child? You sick fucking asshole! How horrible! Zach Stacy, the ex football player uh, in the NFL. Um is in deep shit today. That guy, if he goes to prison for this, and he should, man, he's going to get the shit kicked out of him because of the viral nature of this video. What an absolute lunatic.
Somebody needs to beat that guy's ass. Holy shit. Kenny says, I wish that uh, Stacy dude was locked away on Marilyn Manson's in Marilyn Manson's sex locker and got anal raped by him every day of his life for his sentencing. Oh. Okay. Thanks, folks. Appreciate you so much, and I'll talk to you on the Patreon. Bye-bye. Oh, you know what else I'm going to do here? I'm going to put an ad in. I can do that. I have the ability to, like, actually fire an ad. So I'm going to run that now that the show is over. I get, like, a handful of pennies when I do this. So here it goes. Okay, you might still be here. I'm going to raid a channel. I don't know who these guys are, but I'm going to do it. Cerebro Podcast. There's a ton of people watching it, so I'm going to raid them. Here you go. Say something nice about them and say how much uh, in their chat, how much Eric Zane raves about them. If you do that for me, you'd help me out. Oh, Eric Zane loves you, man. He loves supporting you guys. Do that.